Cookie Miller and this is Worth the Wait. Join me every week as I explore profound weight loss solutions beyond just diet and exercise because a lifestyle change starts with changing your mind. This week's podcast is sponsored by Cookie Miller Coaching, a holistic online weight loss coaching service that aims to help women who have 30 pounds or more to lose. This program is for the woman who has tried everything and is serious about making a lifestyle change. Visit apply.cookiemiller.com to be added to the wait list and you'll be notified as soon as a spot becomes available. I'm going to be talking to one of my former clients. Her name is Kaya. This girl is just, there are just no words. I'm going to let you guys meet her for yourself. Um, But Kaya right now is a graduate student at MIT. Okay. Hold on, Black Girl Magic, first of all. Um, She's also now an endurance athlete who has completed a triathlon. She's also done a century ride in in cycling. And she is ACE certified. So she is also a certified personal trainer now. I told y'all it's about to be a little bit crazy. Um, And her hope is just to inspire other women to move. And so let's go ahead and bring Kaya in. Let's see where she is. There she is. Hi. Hi. I'm so happy to see you. Okay. Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you, but I can't see you anymore. Oh, no. Can anyone see me? I can okay, see you. Okay. Now, now I can see you. Okay. Great. I can okay. See you okay. Cool. 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 Well, it is so awesome that you're here. Thank you so much. I hope I did you justice with your introduction. You did. Thank you so much, Vicky. <laughs> Okay, awesome. Awesome. Well, I just wanted to have you on today so that we could talk about your journey because it's so inspiring. Like I am so inspired by you. It's almost like you were my coach. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. No, you inspired me so much. It's the kickstart oh. of my journey. I'm so grateful to you. Oh my gosh. Well, why don't we tell people a little bit about that? So Kaya, I met Kaya at the end of 2019. I met her on her birthday because she submitted an application for coaching. And that was the day that I called her back. And she was like, girl, it's my birthday. And I was like, (laughs) okay, well, (laughs) happy birthday. Can you talk later? And that's how this whole thing started. So why don't you tell me like, while you're on that call, it's your birthday, you're trying to make this change in your lifestyle. How, what was going on in your head? How did you feel? You know, I was honestly, I was kind of hesitant. Um, I had signed up to do the chat with you very last minute and it was really kind of spur of the moment because I was at a little bit of a breaking point in my fitness journey. I was feeling really lost. I had um, at that point tried just everything. (laughs) You know, I years before I worked with a coach and it was a bad experience. I feel like I wasted a lot of money. She didn't understand, you know, my specific body type. I didn't really feel like I was getting good guidance. And after that, I just was on my own trying every different type of diet out there, Whole30, this and that, paleo, everything. I tried even, I did CrossFit for a little bit and I was getting injured every five minutes. I know how that goes. (laughs) Yeah, and so I was just feeling kind of lost because I felt like I wanted to be active, but I just couldn't, I wasn't being consistent. I couldn't, nothing was really consistent at that point. And I was just really frustrated at that point in my journey. 
Yeah, yeah. And it's crazy. I didn't know that you tried uh, CrossFit as well. So yeah, (laughs) (laughs) that CrossFit, especially when you're first starting out, like, girl, you just went for like... (laughs) the toughest thing ever yeah it was you know it was it was a gym that was close by me it was like a crossfit type of gym but there there were so many people in the classes so i really couldn't get that much correction on my form i felt like i was going too hard too fast and i was always coming out with injuries and after a while i was like i know this isn't right like i know it doesn't have to be this way right right so where were you like when you before you joined is that where you were where you had just finished trying to do the crossfit thing and that failed and all of that so i'm kind of wanting to figure out where you were then and then where you were once you got to the end of the program yeah so that was about a year after i stopped doing the kind of crossfit type gym and at that point i was just working out kind of sporadically i wasn't doing anything really consistent um my diet was just Eh, it was okay. I didn't really, I was just doing whatever I could, but I didn't, I wasn't happy in my body. I wasn't, I wasn't confident. I felt like I was kind of always on this yo-yo because I actually had gone through a weight loss journey back in 2016. Um, Mm -hmm. And back in 2016, I think at that point I lost maybe 30 or 40 pounds. And uh, I did that through running and a little bit of strength training. Um, But once I moved, I feel like sometimes when you have like these big stages of your life, it's it's hard to regain that consistency. So I moved to California in 2017 and it kind of just fell off. I, I lost my kind of passion for running at that time and I didn't really, really know what to do. And so when I found that gym, I was like, maybe this will be it for me, but it just didn't feel good in my body. And so a year after I, I left that gym, that's where I was at when, when we had our conversation. Wow, I didn't know that. So it had been a year since you had tried to do this whole CrossFit thing and then you were trying to run and kind of just like pulling at different things to figure out like what the heck should I do? So what happened by the time you got to the end of the program? Where were you then? It was just such a different mindset change. I think that for me, by the time I got to the end of the program, I felt so confident I felt like I had a handle and I knew what I could do to continue to make progress and to build a sustainable lifestyle. I think, you know, when we had our first conversation, that's the thing I told you. I'm like, I'm looking something for something sustainable, you know, because there were so many, everything I was seeing online is like, oh, 30 days this and, 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 you know, two week plan here and try this two week shred and all this kind of stuff. And and it's all this gimmicky stuff and none of it is sustainable. You're miserable when you're doing it. And afterwards you're like, okay, now I got to pick up another, you know, program that's like two seconds. (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Exactly. So at the end of the 12 weeks with you, I felt like, wow, I understood better on strength training you know you got me on the barbell which was amazing i felt like such a boss (laughs) (laughs) i felt like such a boss using the barbell you know i started out with just the barbell no weights on it right and then you by the end i think i by the end of our 12 weeks i think i i was like 100 pounds on my squats yeah and so i was so (laughs) just proud of myself i felt really strong Um, I felt like better in control of even my nutrition because I think the thing I realized is you just gave me so much knowledge about 
how to build a sustainable lifestyle. It's not about, it can be simple. It doesn't have to be all this complex stuff. Um, it could be simple. And I just felt like, wow, like I finally felt a little bit understood on, especially like as a black woman working with another black woman, you know, you understood like my lifestyle, my body type and everything. And it was, it was so inspiring to be able to learn from you and then be able to know that I can confidently do this and continue to do it. Yeah. Wow. Well, thank you so much for those <laughs> kind words. I, I brag on you all the time because Kaya was just like, I mean, she's the person when you go into a classroom, they sit at the front, they got their pad out there taking notes and she showed up to every meeting. She, if she missed the meeting, I'll never forget. She's like, I'm so sorry. Cause you had to go to the dentist. I'm like, girl, it's okay. <laughs> but she was just so eager to learn. And that was what was so admirable is that I could tell by the way that you wanted to learn that this was something you wanted to do forever. Um, what I didn't know is that you were going to turn into a triathlete. <laughs> oh, Me what? either. Me either. <laughs> how did that happen, girl? Tell us how that happened. So how it ended up happening is um, a, a little while after we stopped training, I was still doing my strength training and I got really into cycling and I was doing cycling, you know, as my cardio when we worked together yeah. and I got really into cycling and I, I bought a road bike and I was doing outdoor rides and I just fell in love with the, the aspect of being able to ride and explore like nature and just, it just felt really just, kind of meditative even sometimes just getting outdoors and just going on the bike and I, I just really fell in love with it and as I got into cycling I just started you know looking online about different things and ended up coming across triathlon uh, and saw that a lot of cyclists do triathlon and I, I had run before so I was okay like the running part I, I think I can do and I felt like I was getting a good grip on the cycling. It was the swimming part that I was like, oh, <laughs> listen, we're going to get there because I, I need to ask you all the black girl hair questions about yeah. the swimming. <laughs> yes, indeed. So I was a little hesitant, but I just remembered that with anything, you can start small and get there. I, I tried to read different stories of non-traditional triathletes, like people who you wouldn't expect to be a triathlete who were doing triathlon and had, had successfully got across the finish line. Like that's for me. I just wanted to get across the finish line. I'm not trying to be an elite professional <laughs> triathlete. <laughs> but, you know, I think for me, because of how I am, I like to work towards things. I like to work towards goals. And so having a race or something to work towards is really helpful for me. It just helps me stay motivated and stay consistent. Um, and so I was like, okay, I want to try this. I want to challenge myself and, and do a triathlon. Oh my gosh. When I saw that y'all, I was just like, wait a second, Kaya's doing what? And I have to listen, I have to backtrack a little bit because before Kaya told me that she was doing this triathlon she hit me up like maybe a couple months after we stopped training to let me know she was going for her cpt and i'm like yeah. and cpt is certified personal trainer by the way and i'm like oh this girl is like she is serious and kaya became my very first client ever to become a certified personal trainer and 
I am just still blown away by it. That is insane. <laughs> so she did that and then she did the triathlon. So tell us about that experience. Like I know you did kind of a, a recap of it, but was the swimming the toughest part? Like what was the hardest part of your training? Yeah, I think the swimming was by far the hardest for me because I had never swam like athletically before. You know, I gone to the beach and like gone to the pool as a kid, but I never really like swam laps or anything. And so it was kind of like I felt like I was learning from scratch how to <laughs> how to swim well. And so that was really difficult. But I think there's there's sometimes like a beauty to learning something as an adult and being able to kind of conquer it. So even though it was really challenging and there was a lot of times where I would get into the pool, like, I don't know if I could do this. <laughs> like, this, <laughs> this is like really hard. What am I even doing? And just having those moments of doubt. I, I was so proud of myself. Like even so the swimming in the actual race, I was probably most proud of finishing that section. And I was mm. last, I was a little dead last out the water. Um, but <laughs> Doesn't but matter, girl. It doesn't matter. <laughs> I was just so happy to, to get, uh, you know, get out of the water and know that I swam a mile, like in the open water, which is like amazing. I would have never, if somebody would have told me, you know, a year ago, two years ago that I could do that, I wouldn't have believed them. Yeah, I mean, that it's incredible. You know, I realize now when you said swimming a mile, why don't you tell everyone what the triathlon encompasses so they uh, kind of know what you went through? <laughs> so the Olympic distance I did, it's a mile swim. And then after that, it's a 25 mile bike ride. And then after that, it's a 6.2 mile run. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, girl. I was ready to pass out. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. That is insane to be able to do like, to do something like that and go from just what, how long, how long was that period from where you first like started to the triathlon? What is that? Like a year and a half maybe? Yeah, I would say so. Um, yeah like a year and a half oh my gosh oh my gosh okay well i want to switch gears a little bit because earlier what really prompted this was i saw on your story that you posted about how your experience had inspired some of your family members and you posted a picture with them and that yeah. hit me right in the feels because it is so beautiful to see black people you know, being inspired and doing things like this, because a lot of us are really plagued with this generational curse within our family of diabetes, high blood pressure, heart disease. Yes. And that, of course, is at the core of what I do. Everybody likes to buy in for the aesthetic part, but it's more so about your health long term. 100%. 100%. So how how does it feel to be that person in your family that's like, girl, you're breaking the generational <laughs> curse. That's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, it's it's such an incredible feeling because I think I was never an athlete growing up. Um, there's not really, you know, nobody in my family has done a triathlon or races or anything like that. And so workout um, is really, really hopefully you guys can meaningful still and, okay. and to know Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, I think it's okay now. Go ahead. Yeah, I think it's okay. Okay, great. Um, I, I think for me, just knowing what you said, like about the health part, I, I don't expect my family members to like now become triathletes, right? But I, I want them to know that 
if I was able to do this, like I wasn't someone who ever thought I could do a triathlon, but if I was able to do this, they can like get up and go for a walk or just be active. And even I had a conversation with my grandma and she was like, oh, maybe I, I want to learn how to swim or something, you know? And like, I, I think that it's a beautiful thing to inspire each other in our communities and in our families and lift each other up and support each other and being healthy. I think what you said is so important. It's not about the aesthetic and necessarily just how you look. It's how you feel inside and your health. And that's what matters like number one, because so many people will judge folks on how they look on the outside, but not know what their own health journey is. They can be healthy, they can be active. And one thing that I love when we work together is like you focus on finding things that you actually enjoy doing because that's what's sustainable if you tell someone to do try to do something they hate they're not going to do it they're not going to keep doing it so even with my family it's like okay what do you guys love to do that will get you outside will get you active you know not everybody's going to be in the gym and that's okay it's just finding things that can keep you motivated and healthy yeah for sure and i'm glad that you mentioned that about like not having to be in the gym because in these current times that we're in you know not everyone has gone back to the gym and we don't even know what's happening now to where you know gyms may be shut down again so it's really about finding something that you can do on your own like you said that you really love that you really enjoy that you're going to remain consistent with so that was just a really a really great point um so last question i have kaya what would you tell somebody who is considering to make this lifestyle change and they're facing some of the fears that you had in the beginning i would tell them that if you're feeling doubtful fearful of whether or not you'll be able to you know to do it to to keep it up remember that to be graceful and to yourself and be kind to yourself and remember that it's a journey <laughs> not a sprint right it's a marathon right that's that's yeah. the saying and that it's a lifelong journey i think that's the thing to remember that this is a lifelong journey so don't try to just rush into anything or it may not happen immediately i think that's the number one thing i would tell them like it's not gonna happen in a week <laughs> i'm sorry it's not it's not gonna happen in two weeks um, I remember when we worked together, right? You told me, listen, you might not, it may take four weeks for you to see some changes. Yeah. So, so being able to accept that and just be graceful to yourself and say, okay, well, I'm not going to, it's not going to be an immediate change, but if I keep at this, things can change. And so just working to build that consistency in small ways, I think, and doing it bit by bit, not trying to do everything at once, right? You can't do everything at once and and think that you're gonna be able to stick to it. So be kind to yourself, realize that it's not gonna be an immediate change and stay consistent. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's the hardest part to get people to understand. So I'm just like, you know, it kind of, you feel a little bit hopeless, um, you know, especially when you're focusing, like I said earlier, on just like black women in general, yeah. like what I'm working on. Um, you know, how do you get a, a black girl to get in the water? Like, <laughs> you know, like how how was that experience and everything? Because I know a lot of people will use different things as their excuses. Yeah. And you didn't use that as an excuse. And you're a natural hair girl, just like yep. me. And just like a lot of us, probably some of us who are on the on the live right now. So how did you get past that whole like the hair thing girl <laughs> well, the hair thing i think is the number one thing especially when it comes to swimming but even working out in general 
right? A lot of people use that excuse. Oh, well, I just got my hair done. I don't want to sweat it out and this and that. And like, oh, I don't want to have to be doing my hair all the time. But the reality is, listen, if you want to have the change in your life, you're going to have to make some sacrifices and your hair will be fine. Like one thing I learned with swimming is like, you, you're gonna have to wash your hair more often. That's just the reality. You're gonna have to wash your hair more often. And um, there are ways to protect yourself from the, your hair from the chlorine. You get a good swim cap and you wet your hair before you go in the pool and that keeps it from being damaged. So your hair is not automatically gonna be damaged just because you're swimming, right? We have, we have um, Simone Manuel. She is an Olympic swimmer, black woman, right? She's incredible. Yes. She's out here doing it and uh, her hair is, is beautiful. So it's, it's not about, you know, your hair is gonna be ruined. Your hair will be fine, I think. And the same thing when working out, right? It's just about taking care of your hair, being willing to put in that time, wearing things that will protect your edges, protect your hair and stuff when you're working out. And yeah, you might have to spend a little bit more time taking care of your hair, washing it and making sure it's clean and everything when you're swimming or working out. But that's just a sacrifice I think you have to be willing to make. Yeah. Yeah, listen, my my black queens out there, do not let your hair stop you. I'm telling you, y'all, y'all see me. My hair is constantly changing. Okay. So even seeing my hair in its natural state is a rare form. And I work out all the time. Listen, y'all, if you like wigs, get a workout wig. I'm not being honest. Yes. Go to the beauty supply and get a workout wig. Like there are ways that you can work around it. I keep my hair protected most times. Yep. Throw on that workout wig if I need to. <laughs> braids are excellent. Uh, yeah, braids are excellent. Oh, yeah. And and if we're talking about hair health, which I don't know how we got over here, but if we're talking about hair health, then you know making sure that you're just keeping your scalp clean and moisturizing yes. and all of those things is going to keep your hair healthy. And listen, we have to be healthy in our bodies. Like it's really, the hair is just not a priority, y'all. Exactly. It's just, it is just not like we have to get over it. I love this comment that just came through. It says, we become slaves to our hair and limit ourselves. Yeah. And that's true. That's yeah. so true. So many times, you know, as black women, we're like, I can't do this because my hair is not done or, you know, I'm not no, doing that because that of my go. hair. We got to let it go. We yeah. got to let it go. Um, I had my own experience with swimming. It was not by choice like you. It was by force. Oh. And <laughs> this happened in the very beginning of my journey or in the middle of my journey. I lost about 40 pounds and I was doing it with a lot of high impact stuff Ooh. being over 200 pounds you know almost 250 pounds doing high impact stuff the injury was going to happen yeah. Yeah. and about 30 pounds in it happened and my doctor was like you can swim you know like older white guy and I'm like yeah. uh, <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> and he's like yeah he's like no running no elliptical no bike no and I'm like what so, so what can you do <laughs> so what can I do so then he goes you can swim and I'm like this guy's out of his mind like he doesn't understand how my hair my time works and at that time I was working in corporate I had to be at work at 7 a.m y'all I used to get up at 4 a.m. I was so dedicated, Kaya. I was so dedicated. Like, I wanted to see that weight gone. So I would get up at 4 a.m., go to the 24-hour fitness, 
and I'd be in there with the triathletes yes. <laughs> and they'd be trying to convince me they didn't get me though girl. I was like because uh, I was in there with the little board kicking my feet <laughs> trying to do the exercises that the doctor gave me but I was doing that every single morning like Monday through Friday because it was the only thing I could do and what I found was that swimming is a great exercise like it's so great it's a full body workout if you don't realize it, it's a full body workout but it's so low impact so you'll never you can't get injured from swimming and you you feel good like it, it's not a high impact thing i that's one thing i love about it like you can really just go for it and not worry about like oh my god i'm gonna be like so sore and everything it's so low impact it's it's really great i think we got it. There's a, there's some great, you know, organizations like Black Swimming Association that are trying to get, you know, more black people swimming, learning how to swim in the pool, because it's really a great sport. And I think a lot of us would love it if we gave it a try. Um, but we're always usually so hesitant and we, we learn later in life, you know. Yeah. Yeah. And I heard that there is a black owned swim cap sadly i heard about it in the news because of some negative things um related to the olympics and i don't know whatever happened with that but i know that there's a black owned swim cap that's supposed to be large enough for you to fit your natural hair in comfortably is that something that you use or did you use like a traditional um i i've used both i've used more traditional and i use the black owned brand i think their name is like soul cap i can't remember i think yeah yeah yeah, i think i think that's the name and um they have like especially if you whenever if i would have like braids or something i would always have to use that one because a regular one can't you know fit fit braids and stuff and so it's great for that and so there are a lot i think more one of the beauties i think right now that's happening is there's a lot of black owned businesses and brands that are coming out to make sure that like we can do the things that we want to do um because a lot of other brands and companies are just not thinking about us right and so i love seeing that yeah yeah me too and i love seeing you represented for black women in tech that is so big and i know that's not what this conversation is about but i'm all about highlighting black women so maybe you can give us a little inspo and kind of let us know what the heck is going on at mit because girl (laughs) (laughs) in case you're just coming in kaya is a graduate student at mit which is just amazing um so how how are things going yeah, things are going great. I started in June, so I'm in a program called Leaders for Global Operations. And so I'm getting um, a master's in business and a master's in engineering. So it's um, a two-year program, a double master's program. It's very intense, but it's, <laughs> it's, it's great. I'm learning a lot and the people are incredible. Well, you guys can see that Kaya does not choose easy things to do. (laughs) (laughs) She's like, most of my clients are kind of like, hey, Cookie, I was thinking about doing a 5K. Kaya's like, I'm going to do a triathlon (laughs) and I'm going to go double major at MIT. Like, what? (laughs) Yeah. Oh, my goodness. My grandmother was just saying that to me when I was explaining to her about the triathlon. And when I was telling her about my century ride, she was like, yeah, you... She's like, you always want to go for it. Like, somebody says, oh, I'm going to go on a bike ride, you know, 10 miles. And Kai's like, no, I'm going to go 100 miles. 
<laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm like, I cannot keep up, but I just enjoy watching you thrive. It's been beautiful to see your journey. I'm telling you, you are inspiring me with every single thing that you do. I'm just so happy to see you out there doing what you love. So I love to know what's next. What's next for Kaya? Any more races? Another triathlon? Or are you done? No, I'm not done. I'm not done. Oh, um, I am. I'm doing another one in December. So I'm. Oh, no. <laughs> Y'all, I'm sorry. My reaction, like, I can't help it. I'm so shocked. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes, I'm doing another one in December. I, I think I've caught the bug. A lot of people say once you get across the finish line for the first time, you're you're hooked. Um, yeah. And I, I think that's that's me. I think. For me, having stuff to work towards, and I really do enjoy the three sports, and I'm still doing my strength training, so I think I'll continue to, to do triathlon. Oh my gosh, so another triathlon in December. Yes. So does that mean you take a break? Like, do you have a little break and then you start training again? Yeah, I'm in a break period right now. Um, I'm, I'm pretty much taking a break now, and then I'll start like slowly ramping it up and then doing like a taper and stuff before the race. But um, now that I did the first one, now I learned, okay, I know like what I need to think about for the second one. So I'm excited to go into it with now more experience. Gotcha. Okay, well, listen, I don't want to take too much more of your time, but I just thought of one question I think would be great. Because you're so busy, you have so much going on, right? And now you're training for this triathlon to do it again because you're crazy, and that's okay. (laughs) (laughs) But how do you fit that into your schedule? Like, how does that, what does it look like? Yeah, I think with anything, I love that question because... I think people try to use that excuse all the time, like, oh, I'm too busy. I can't, like, work out. I can't do this. I'm too busy. And no one is too busy. Like, I, this past summer semester, I, like, had, like, eight classes. My schedule was insane. It was ridiculous. And I still was able to train for my triathlon, right? And it was very difficult, but sometimes you got to wake up earlier, right? And so that's what I did. I would wake up earlier, right? And then do the workouts. And then sometimes... You know, after you know, in the evening, you might have to skip out on that dinner or going to the bar or hanging out with the friends every, you know, every night or whatever. And you might have to just go to the gym or get it in. And so just realize that there will be some sacrifices you have to make. But also working out doesn't have to be you're not working out for two, three hours. Like you can work out for 30 minutes, 45 minutes, an hour. It doesn't have to be super long and you can just get it in if you are willing to dedicate the time to it. Like you said, you woke up at 4 a.m., right? Yeah. To, 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 <laughs> to dedicate that time. And so for me, I just know it's a priority. And I, I tell that to people in my life, too. And that's the thing. You have to have people in your life who are willing to support your journey. So I tell people, like, hey, you know, listen, I'm training for the triathlon, so I can't I can't attend things at this time. Or, like, I have my training, and so I hope you understand. If they don't understand, well, maybe they're not supposed to be you know in my life and so if you're working out and people are like oh girl why are you going to the gym you just need to go out with us and stuff no like that's it doesn't sound like those people are supporting your journey right. so you got to be willing to like make that sacrifice and have people in your life who are supporting you in, in doing that yeah and i i want to piggyback on that because i do get that response a lot about how people are just really you know not it, it almost seems like um 
people are like, well, this person isn't supporting me or that person is supporting me. But sometimes we're not even speaking up to say what we need in relationships yes. or in friendships. So you have to actually be okay to vocalize to your friends like, hey, this is really important to me right now yeah. and I really need your support. So you have to give people the opportunity to support you before you're just like, they don't care. Like, a hundred, you know, <laughs> yes. so. I think we've learned a heck of a lot on this tonight, girl. And you are just, like I said, you have just been inspiring me since day one. You oh, are you absolutely so incredible. You are the epitome of Black girl magic. You are out there representing us so well. And I just wish you the best of luck at your new, at your next triathlon and all oh, the new you. ventures that you do. Is there anything you want to share with us about what you're doing or some way that we can support you or follow you or anything like that? Yeah, I, I mean, just, I would say ch just follow on Ride With Kaya here on Instagram and follow the journey. And I'm always willing, if, if you have any inkling of maybe I want to do a triathlon, please, please DM me. I would love to. to <laughs> <laughs> Y'all DM Kaya for triathlon training. Yeah. <laughs> that is yeah. not my ministry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that that's the, the best place to kind of reach me and follow along in the journey. Okay. Awesome. Well, y'all make sure you guys follow Ride With Kaya here on Instagram. Instagram. She is black girl magic all in this beautiful little face. So I am so, so glad and so proud of you. And thank you so much for joining. I see y'all are laughing at me. Listen, it's not my ministry. Okay. But it's Kaya's ministry. So if that's what you need, hit her up. But um, thank you so much again, Kaya. And I will talk to you soon. I'm sure. Thank you so much, Cookie. All right. Y'all have a good one. Thank you guys for coming. Okay. Good night. <laughs> Bye.